This is Brian. This is Curtis. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week, we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Faggles to Faggles. That's right. And we're also going to be playing it with the guys who created the game. Cool. But first, we're going to talk to our friend Michael Fox from the Little Metal Dog Show about a project he's working on. So let's listen to that now. Yeah. So he's been on the show before. He played Dominion with us before, and he hosts, and lost and lost. Oh no! <laughs> Do you want to point that out? <laughs> he hosts a terrific game podcast called Little Metal Dog Show. Please welcome back to Game Night, guys, Michael Fox. Hello, how are you, gentlemen? We're doing great. How are you? Not bad. Sorry, that was a really posh voice. I, I do apologize. I'll revert to type again. Yeah. <laughs> so, Michael, we wanted to have you on the show because you have a really exciting project coming up. And we want to talk to you about this game that you're developing with your new game company, Sprocket Games. Yeah, it's all a bit terrifying and sort of grown up. So why don't you first tell us about how your game company came about? Like, how did that get started? Um, Kind of desperation i suppose is the the easiest way to to kick it all off um mainly well you know the whole world is basically boned when it comes to money mm-hmm. and there are no <laughs> jobs out there so i figured rather than you know toiling away for in some crappy office job for the rest of my life um i would give it a shot and see if i could start my own company and lo and behold this is the uh, the first fruits of that labor and you're doing this with a partner right yeah, the um, the game, the first game we're doing together is uh, is called Ace of Spies, and it's like a, a card game based around sneakiness and espionage. Uh, but it was it's sort of born of let's say yeah, born of a, a, the world's worst board game idea. <laughs> um, between me and my mate Mark, we we came up with this game that we thought was going to be the greatest thing ever, and as we really didn't have a clue what we were doing, we were just throwing more and more and more ideas at it. Until it was like this this Frankenstein's monster of a thing. It was awful. <laughs> it was just this bloody terrible game. And then we sort of like took a step back and just realized that, yeah, there's 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 too much going on here. So we, we chopped it right down to the core. And I went away for a couple of weeks and just tinkered with it and uh, came out with, with what we've now got as, uh, as Ace of Spies. So what kind of development goes into making a game like this? Spreadsheets. 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 <laughs> More spreadsheets than you can ever, ever dream of. Yeah, like I said, I mean, we started off with, with this ridiculously overcomplicated game and, and cut it back and cut it back until we decided that the whole thing would probably work well as a card game. So the, I'll give you the, the, the one-minute spiel on it. It's um, a race to complete missions. So there are four decks of cards, one of which is the missions deck, and then there are three cities. There's London and Paris and Berlin. And... Each of the missions has a different combination of cards that you require in order to complete it. So uh, some of them might require cards from any deck, and some of them will require specific cards from certain decks. And they're made up of uh, agents, there's also tools, there's uh, intelligence, and there's locations. You need to collect those up and, and put them down, and then you, hooray, you've got points. Brilliant, everybody's happy. There's also interventions, which are the being a dick element of the game, <laughs> where you can screw everybody over and hopefully not have it come back and bite you, because yeah, that happens a lot in this game. Uh, but basically, yeah, the, the whole idea was was 
try and make a game that was accessible enough to you know to, to all levels of players but was also sort of meaty enough for people who are you know who enjoy something that's a bit of a challenge and i think that's a really good thing because i know speaking from our experience on this show mm. we we are not like hardcore game people mm. and so those kind of games tend to scare us a lot <laughs> yes so knowing yeah, that I mean, knowing that you've taken that step of making it simple enough for the layperson to come in and play is I, that intrigues me because I know that I've looked at some new games and it seems like there's always this sort of element of you need to have a knowledge of how these kind of games work to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want you know people, you know, I don't want people needing a degree in gameplay in order to be able to pick up this and, and, and put it down on the table and then actually know what you're meant to be doing. And the artwork is really fantastic from what I've seen so far. Like what little you've shown of the game. It's really, yeah, really cool I, looking. It is lovely. I mean, there's some absolutely gorgeous and, and beautiful cards there. I mean, and, and these are just the prototype cards as well. So th the stuff that we have put up, which you can find on the Kickstarter page, you can find on Board Game Geek as well. There's... We haven't revealed much. I mean, I, I've got basically, I have a full prototype set here at home. And yeah, there's some amazing things that the guys that the, who've done the art for us have, um, have put together. So is there any particular reason you chose Kickstarter? Did it, did it seem to make the most sense to you to get the word out about that or? Yeah. Um, I, I love the whole Kickstarter idea. I, I love the concept of being able to build an idea, put together a video, show people what you want to do. And then just see if the idea grabs anybody, basically. See, see if they're up for it. And, and so far, we've had, this is me randomly F5-ing. Uh, so we've got 236 backers at the moment, oh, wow. um, which is amazing. There, there are 236 people out there who are willing to take a punt on our little game. So on Kickstarter, you have various levels that people mm. can contribute to become backers of the game. What are yep. some of those levels and some of those incentives that people will get? Cool. Well, the um, the basic one, you, you can put down a dollar, and a dollar will get you access to updates. It'll give you all the information that you want on the game, so that's cool. But we're, we're keeping it pretty simple so far. Uh, there will be more pledge levels coming out, but the main one is... Uh, if you put, if you decide to pledge forty dollars or more, you get a copy of the game, and that doesn't matter where you are. It's free shipping. Be you in the United States, be you in Europe, Australia, whatever. We and I think that's fantastic that you're doing that. Do you know what? A lot of people have got annoyed at us for it. Really? Yeah, they're saying, "Oh, we we had a few complaints uh, from people saying, why should people in America subsidize the uh, the postage to the rest of the world?" And it's just like, well, actually. You're not subsidizing it. The, you know, the game is going to cost $40 when it comes out in the shops. Right. Yeah, $40, so, I think, is completely reasonable for yeah. this kind of game. Yeah, I, I think people, are, people have been saying that, you know, oh, it's just cards in there and that's not, you know, that, that, that's not worth it. But in all honesty, there is going to be an awful lot more than cards in there. There are, um, there are certain things which will be revealed pretty soon that uh, Richard Borg, who's like legendary designer behind Memoir 44, um, battle law, that kind of stuff. He is tinkering about with our game concepts and is making, shall we say, a, a, an extra developed version of the game Ooh. as well. Hmm. So that, I mean, that's something that really the the people who want a more complex and more involved version of the game, they'll really, really pick up on it. And knowing, you know, what is about to come, it's 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 pretty pretty cool. Well, that sounds fantastic. If somebody from listening to Game Night guys right now want to contribute, how do they get a hold of you? 
Cool. Well, they can uh, go to kickstarter.com, uh, just search for Ace of Spies, of course, and you've got until June the 12th. That's uh, my birthday. Yay! <laughs> you have until Curtis's birthday. That's it. So to if you're going to do it, do uh, do back and get a present for Curtis. Yes, you know, please. Send him several copies. That'd be a lovely thing. You can find us on Kickstarter, of course. Uh, there's also Ace underscore of underscore Spies on Twitter, um, where we're having random updates all the time uh, and occasional giveaways. Ooh. Ooh. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today, Michael. We really appreciate it. Cool. Thank you very much for having me. It is uh, always uh, always lovely to speak to you and, and we'll, uh, keep up the awesome work on the show because it is great. And when we get well, your, when we get the game, uh, we will have you back on to talk about it then. Definitely. I'd love to know what you think about it. So next on the show, we have Brian Usachek and Dan Miller, the creators of a game called Faggles to Faggles. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks. It's so nice to meet you. Hello. First, let's introduce each one of you individually so people know your voice. So, Brian, say hi. Hello. And next we have Dan. That's me. Hi. <laughs> so why don't you guys tell us a little bit about like how creating this game came to be? Sure. I credit Dan, actually, with seeding the idea, uh, <laughs> so to speak. Um, <laughs> Thanks for using the word seeding weirdly. Um, but uh, our immediate circle of friends play, we, we just play a lot of games uh, for, for kicks, and we always enjoyed the, I guess... Playing pretty pro- politically incorrect. Yeah, we always enjoyed it when it, it is a little darker and a little more vulgar. So, uh, so we, Dan said, what if we created a game that was like just crazy off the wall, um, very dark, very humorous <laughs> and very adult, obviously. Yeah. So uh, and so the idea was birthed um, <laughs> an explosion. <Yeah>. Of... <laughs> and at what point did you decide to take the game and create a Kickstarter campaign to actually make like a full fledged yeah. card game of this? Well, for about two years, we um, with friends created a list of words and we had a little test deck that was super crude of about 300 cards. Um, so we tested it out a lot. And then finally, people were like, we want this. How can we buy one? And Dan and I didn't want to have to foot the bill to like start it. Uh, so Kickstarter was obviously uh, the right choice. So, so. Uh, how many backers did you end up having on your Kickstarter? We had about 40, I think, 45 backers. Yeah, something like that. And to get a deck was uh, 50 bucks, but we had several people uh, chip in 200 uh, to get their own personalized card. <laughs> oh, cool. Which uh, was included in the initial, uh, we printed 80 decks. And and the game is now sold, your campaign is over, and you've, yeah. you've blown through like all the decks you have. Are you considering doing a reprint down the line somewhere? Yeah, uh, we recently sold our very last deck. We did a little bit of an overrun, and now we're 100% gone. Um, but so, if you're, if anybody out there uh, in podcast world is interested, you can email heygirlhey at fagglestofaggles.com. And it's hey with an E. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and we are kind of weighing our options on where to go from here. Yeah, there's been talk of an iPhone app and other things like that so we'll see where it takes us yeah we're kind of lazy too so i'm like uh. it was it was a very intense a very intensive process um especially towards the middle like when we were not really close to making our goal and then all of a sudden we started getting tons of 
uh, kicks. So anyway, but that and promoting it. And then finally, once it was done and funded, creating it was pretty intense. So yeah. we're both just sort of taking it easy now. <laughs> so, well, let's talk about the game now and like how to play it. So we have the rules that you have here. So we're just going to go, and they're very simple. There's like nine of them. First, you'll grab three to eight of your favorite faggles or faggle haggles. And then rule two is douche anally. Of course. <laughs> Keeping it classy, guys. <laughs> I don't know how you're supposed to do this unless you're clean from the inside out. <laughs> uh, next, you'll distribute seven of the rainbow cards to each player. We should explain there's two decks. One is a very large number of cards that have rainbows on them, and the other are pink. Uh, next, you freshen your drink and give yourself a healthy pour. <laughs> <laughs> can't play this game sober it's against the rules yeah right. we're totally drunk right now <laughs> uh have one player uh, the decider draw a pink card and show it to the other players next you make a bitchy comment about the decider's outfit <laughs> of course uh those each... shoes do not match <laughs> <laughs> those pants Ugh. Uh, do you own an iron <laughs> Uh, each player puts a card in the middle for the decider to consider. In our case, we'll just say them out loud. <laughs> the decider picks the rainbow card he, she thinks best fits the pink card. Then you play until you reach an arbitrary number or you're just too drunk to function. Which is usually <laughs> the way it goes. I mean, people don't really care. I super don't care whenever I win, whether I win or do well in the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah. This is one of those games that are just, it's there to have fun and create conversation and just enjoy yourselves. Yeah. And we didn't, we specifically didn't put uh, like the first person to get four or five or six or seven pink cards wins because we generally just want to keep going. Like, everybody's like, yeah, let's do another round. Okay, that person got seven. Let's play to eight now. So are you guys ready to play? Let's kick this pig. I don't know if we... do. We don't really need to shuffle them, do we? I don't think so. Does it help shuffle them? Nah. Okay. So here, I'll they just... They come pre-shuffled. I've touched every single one of those cards. Oh. His tongue. <laughs> they did feel a little sticky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys have seven cards on your yeah. end, and we have seven cards on ours. Yes. And then, Curtis, would you like to be the decider? Sure. Okay. I'll decide. So we look at our cards first and just see what we have, correct? Yeah. Ooh, I got some good ones. Okay, so the uh, card, the pink card is vomit-inducing. <laughs> Brian, why don't you tell us first which one you choose? I chose lesbian cage match. <laughs> <laughs> and the definition is not quite as exciting as pudding wrestling. <laughs> um, mine is my medicine cabinet. It says, yes. don't open it. There'll be an avalanche of douches and SSRIs. <laughs> uh, mine is eating disorders. Oh, don't make me get Tracy golden here. Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> so Curtis, you're the decider. Um, I think, uh, the I'm sorry, what was the last one you just said? Eating disorders. I'm going to have to say eating disorders. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, yep. yeah. Sometimes when they're too literal, they're not funny, but that one's perfect. That yeah. One's, yeah. One of my favorite things is when, like, there, we definitely make sure to span all, like, minorities in the <laughs> cards. And so, like, we have, uh, like, Mexicans uh, as a card, but my, and it's both a pink and a rainbow card. When so when people play, mexicans for mexican it's like always like a ridiculously literal thing that always wins yeah <laughs> nice i noticed we have some cards here that have names on them including the one that i'm holding that says brian usachek that's me 
So just end the whole game. Notice I did not play that card on Vomit Inducer. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. Because <laughs> you seem like a very nice guy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and sorry about our disparaging comments in your thank you video. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've already thrown card, away that card. It was, just, it was luck of the draw, or not luck. <laughs> that was very like, funny. Stop. If you guys who are listening haven't seen it, um, go to our Facebook wall, and you'll see the uh, thank you video that Brian and Dan made for us. It was very, very funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> so I'm going to take turns now, and I'll be the decider on this one. All right. So the word is horrifying. Um, I have gay Republicans. Ooh. Neck and neck for self-loathing with all Jews. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I chose evangelicals. Ooh. Usually total bottoms. <laughs> and I chose sagging breasts. Oh. Like pantyhose filled with fingerling potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite last, <laughs> last minute entries. I think I'm going to have to pick um, yeah, evangelicals on yes. that one. <laughs> All right. Because I find them very scary. <laughs> I am horrifying. <laughs> so also at the end of the game, uh, the pink cards that you have, we like to take photos. And uh, it generally describes the person. So. <laughs> well, so yeah. far we have horrifying and vomit inducing. <laughs> yes. So make for an interesting photo. <laughs> Yeah, it's really nice when they actually end up complimenting each other. Once you get to like three or four, it's like, oh, well, I'm just a drunk, easy, repulsive, coy, (laughs) whatever. Everything here will describe our podcast when we're done. Yes. Yes. Which leads us to our next card that I'm drawing, and it's demonic. Ooh. Eh? 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 Uh Uh-huh. All right, I have my choice. I have mine. Oh, I have mine, I guess. I don't know. Such, with such a tone of resignation. Well, <laughs> none of these cards really apply, so I'm just going to use your imagination. I am using my imagination. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Mine is my plastic surgeon. <laughs> we hope you kept the receipt, it says. <laughs> uh, mine is gerbil extraction. <laughs> yeah. like, unpleasant, but better than guinea pig extraction. Um, it could be... Uh, uh, Satan possessed gerbil, you know, you have to extract it. Yikes. Yeah, that's that's worse. So, <laughs> And mine is former Senator Rick Santorum. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. Virulently anti-gay former senator, likes it in the ass. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta go, I, sorry, I gotta go with Rick. I would have too. We should mention you guys are in Washington, D.C., right? Yes. So that's, that's a very good one for this time of year. Barack's my neighbor. Yeah. We I was the neighbor he talked about in that speech. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a duplex. The, wa- wa- the White House is actually a duplex. Right. Um, and we live in the other one. Nice. <laughs> All right. The pink card is depressing. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I am ready, too. Should I start? Sure. Why don't you guys start? Okay. Um, The Golden Girls. <laughs> Now listen, I have a reason. The gay community's most favorite elderly women, aside from Siegfried and Roy, it's depressing because there's only one of them left still alive. Oh, true. Aw. Way to harsh the buzz there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go have a cry. (laughs) You passed me a tissue. (laughs) Um, The one I picked is my underwear drawer. (laughs) You really need to slow down on the two exist. (laughs) 
and I chose a virginal bride. <laughs> Thing of the past. See also the ozone layer. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> um, I like I like my underwear drawer. All right, yeah, it's pretty good. Oh. Brian, you're depressing. They, it, it really is. If you ever if you ever get to peek in there. <laughs> All right, futuristic. Futuristic. Teddy Ruxpin. Oh. <laughs> Talking bear with a cassette player in his back, slang for a hipster bear. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, my card is Moby. Bald vegan is probably rich as all hell. <laughs> Body glitter, gay camouflage. <laughs> nice. Um, I have to go with Teddy Ruxpin. That yes. was a good one. I have to go with that. <laughs> so I'm futuristic and horrifying? Awesome. No, no. <laughs> When I saw that thing as a kid, it scared the hell out of me. I'm like, I don't want that bear. I know. It's like a thing from the future sent back to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it recently. Somebody had a talking elf. Oh, really? Which is even worse, I think. That's oh, That would be <laughs> frightening on many levels. Yes. The word is cruel. Cruel. All right. It's too easy. Mommy dearest. Oh. <laughs> Child abuse has never been so darn campy. I've got the Hamburglar. <laughs> McDonald's character, lover of fine cuisine. And I've got Dolly Parton's jugs. They should really be on the American flag. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Mommy Darest on that one. Oh, uh, yeah. It's pretty good. All right. No wire hangers! <laughs> yeah. Tina, bring me the axe. <laughs> now, part of it is playing to the judge and like really knowing what will get them mm-hmm. uh, to pick like for me I'll, I'll give you an inside strategy whenever something's like really like dark and depressing then i i will almost automatically go for it like <laughs> uh there are a few cards like a feeling of emptiness loneliness abject poverty like those ones are the ones that really get me going yeah <laughs> <laughs> What's the largest number of people you've played this game with? God. Like 10 or 12. Yeah. At, uh, at a certain point, we, uh, you have to like double up because <laughs> and play in like teams of two. Because as people get drunker, they also, their attention span withers. <laughs> <laughs> so you also have to yell, like, okay, is everybody in? <laughs> so should we pick a pink card? Um, yeah, why, no. don't you, why don't you guys pick a pink card? Yeah. All right, and as uh, I guess this is as uh, as I am a official card carrying member of the tribe, the word is Jewish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked the perfect card. Oh, I don't know if any of mine really fit. Mine kind of does in a twisted way. All right, mine's a little abstract. Go on. Uh, uh, Are you ready? Uh, all possibilities <laughs> yes you guys start the apple store <laughs> give us your credit card and bend over <laughs> the ap- apple that could be like old testament adam and eve so we'll, we'll go with it <laughs> um i have to play hummel figurines because they're german ceramic collectibles <laughs> what you what you start buying immediately after you give up on life <laughs> oh, just god just love germany <laughs> and I picked a fistful of quarters. Oh, that's perfect. For those with tiny fists, they help you pack a wallop. 
Well, if it were truly Jewish, it would probably be like a, a fistful of Sacagawea dollars. Needs <laughs> more higher value, but I think that is clearly the winner. Yeah, clearly. The card is frigid. I had to choose Speedos kind of for a literal reason. Um, they look good on people with absolutely perfect bodies and no one else because you mm. get pretty cold in a Speedo, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, mine's a little abstract. A broom handle. <laughs> what? <laughs> Splinters are a bitch, and if you're on the receiving end of a broom handle, chances are you're one too. Oh, man. Both probably improve posture. Um, <laughs> Uh, and mine is the Hindenburg disaster. <laughs> the biggest, gassiest, blamiest thing ever, aside from Bruce Valanche. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I really like Speedos. I like the literal version. I like the literal. <laughs> I of I, that. Sorry. I Sorry you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Curtis, you're frigid. Oh, <laughs> don't tell me something <laughs> I already know. <laughs> All right. The next word is old. Oh, old. Uh, bunions. <laughs> Plague of drag queens and a select group of straight male fetishists. <laughs> uh, mine is Gail King, Oprah's <laughs> best friend, alleged sapphic lover. I had to go literal again and say vintage porn. Hair oh. uh, in all the right places. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to give it to Curtis on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's pretty good. All right, I'm going to draw one now. Boring. He's not saying that about the game. Yeah, that's the word. It's The word is boring. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, all right. <laughs> all right, so boring. Boring. Um, this is difficult. Yes. <laughs> it's very intellectual. Damn. I'm wishing it was my turn. I had a really good one for this, but... Can we trade cards, I'm Curtis? The no, go ahead. Okay. And I don't have any experience with this, so I don't know if this is actually boring, but I certainly didn't want to use one of the other cards for it. So it's like the lesser of seven evils here in my hand. Uh, and the one I picked was Provincetown. Uh, Massachusetts artist colony. In other words, a city-sized bathhouse. I wrote the definition never having been to Provincetown. Yeah, so. me either. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been, and it was before summer, so it was pretty boring when I was there. I can imagine. Yeah. Just all the gays in there, like designer parkas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I chose vegans. Okay. And this one has my favorite definition, unreasonable vegetarians. <laughs> it's really true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with one of my favorites, abject poverty. Go get a sack of flour from the aid truck. Hmm. While I agree that being poor is boring, I'm going to have to go with vegans. Yes! <laughs> so I want to tell you guys a quick little story about vegans. Oh, God. At my work, we have this obnoxious thing called snack day on Fridays. And there's a group Sounds of people. amazing. It does in theory. It's this group of people that every Friday they take turns and like one person will bring a snack to share with the group. It is devolved into this sort of... Um, iron chef quality who who can outbest everyone else so like where it used to be like here's a plate of brownies or mm -hmm. i made cookies or whatever it's now like i'm bringing a rotisserie with a chicken and 
We're having pulled pork sandwiches. and I raised the pig myself. Yeah, and there are decorations involved in everything. Well, Every Friday? Every Friday. It's wow. bonkers. It used to be in the cubicle next to mine, and I didn't do it. Like, I didn't participate in it, so I just have to sit there and smell like, you know, like grilled steak all day or something. It was just nuts. <laughs> How is grilled steak a snack? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We just have a bunch of like barrel-chested Hawaiian men like roasting a pig and it's cute next to you. I know. So, but when I first started there, snack day was always interesting because there was two people on on in the rotation who had special dietary needs and they mm. never made a big deal about it, but everybody wanted to be very sensitive to them. And so one of them was gluten-free because she had like, you know, celiacs or whatever. It's very popular to be gluten-free right now. So very end. <laughs> And then the other was vegan. So it would always be like, here's a snack. Like, we're going to have build your own Sunday day with brownies and all sorts of ice cream and sprinkles and everything and a bowl of fruit. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, here's sloppy joes with, you know, tortilla chips and everything and a bowl of fruit. <laughs> what you get? <laughs> that so is boring. I think I made the right choice. <laughs> so I will, I'll go with repulsive. Repulsive. And also, I have to say, one of my favorite. Uh, we were just taking a look at some of the pink cards, uh, and one of my favorite pink cards is uh, Polish, because everybody always says Polish, uh. <laughs> and it's like it's just like a make your own joke. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone ready? I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready. I had to go with hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing more disgusting than heterogeneous meat products. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's yours? Mine is the female orgasm. <laughs> As elusive as the Yeti, as complicated as the human genome. Mine is a sponge bath. (laughs) The second least sexy kind of bath next to tongue. (laughs) Wow. That's a good one. Yeah, I was going to say, outstanding, gentlemen. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But I'm going to probably have to go, and this is inspired by recent history, uh, I'm going to have to go with hot dogs. Yes. Like, uh, we... I'm generally repulsed by most like sausage products and Brian and I had a picnic yesterday and our friend had this like glistening uh, it greasy smelled like dog food. Yeah. It's uh, the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. He was like, Yep, I'm gonna put that in my face. <laughs> Wag it around. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go with self hating. Alright, I'll go first. A fuck you cake. <laughs> Perfect for Columbus Day if you're having a party with Native Americans. <laughs> that was a good one. Good, good one, me. Um, I had to go with camping, sleeping what? on the ground for fun. Who wants to do that? <laughs> yeah. So Dan wrote all these cards, and Dan hates camping. Camping the worst. Yeah, I am with you there. I, I don't it. understand people who like doing that. I have these friends, and they suddenly, out of nowhere, became camping enthusiasts. <laughs> And I said, I don't understand why you guys like camping. And I pointed at each one of them. I said, because you don't like being outside ever. Yeah. And you can't go to any bathroom that's not in your house. <laughs> <laughs> just kind Yeah, of... it's a hole in the ground. Yeah, Just defriend them. <laughs> uh, so self-hating. I will also uh, say the French. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're here to? Curtis had camping. And then I had a fuck you cake. I like the fuck you cake. <laughs> Favorite. I, that one is like 
funny for us, but because it's kind of like one of those inside jokes that slipped in to the, the final version of the deck. I, I don't know if any of you guys have ever watched Bad Girls Club. No. no. It's basically like these emotionally unstable girls get cast and they put them in the house and then they just fight. Um, there's no real um, there's goal. Yeah, there's not. They don't like they're not like building houses for people <laughs> or anything go and they fight they go clubbing and then they fight yeah and pull each other's hair yeah they're just damaged women <laughs> and uh one of them like baked a cake wrote fuck you and frosting on it and then just threw it on some girl <laughs> she didn't like so she went all the work to have this cake like make i don't know if she made the cake but yeah she probably doesn't have to make cake. i'm <laughs> gonna bring that to the next snack day at work there you go but gluten-free yeah no it's gonna be filled with gluten Vegan but, but then i'm gonna put a sign that says vegan friendly Gluten free on that. A fuck you cake and a cup of fruit. (laughs) And just ground pork chorizo in the middle. (laughs) That sounds delicious. Mm. All right, Curtis, do you want to be the cider? Sure. The word is fictional. Oh, okay. Uh, My word is Asians. (laughs) They do not exist, they're fictional. Uh, The definition is thanks for screwing up the curve on the math test, guys. I'm smart. <laughs> Brian, what's yours? Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Beloved childhood memory. See also Life Before the Internet and Michael Jackson as a Black Man. <laughs> Mine is Dueling Foghorns. The, yes! <laughs> the sound of two deafies having sex. If I ain't seen it, I don't believe it happens. <laughs> Thank God our deaf friends won't be able to hear this podcast. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, we all went through a phase where we dated deaf guys. <laughs> last night, yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> so, so yeah, we can definitely do like we totally have deaf friends. We can play that card. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go with Fraggle Rock on that one. Yes. <laughs> Is it true that that's like a a communism parable? I don't know. I feel I feel like somebody maybe somebody one of your listeners can Google that and write a paper about it. Have you heard about the Bronies? Yes. I don't know what that is. So there is this group of like straight dudes, I'm assuming they're straight, who love my little pony and they're like total fanboys for it. And they call themselves bronies. (laughs) There's a new version of uh, my little ponies out right now, and it's actually pretty good. (laughs) Like like a cartoon? Yeah, it's a cartoon. So. that you apparently watched yes i have because i heard about this bronies thing so i went and i found some episodes yeah and you're like i'm just gonna put on my slippers make <laughs> yes. myself fucking tommy, my are you really are you secretly a brony well <laughs> i'll say this about brian if he was a brony he would not have any problems sharing it <laughs> yeah so all right the word is comfortable comfortable <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we've already gotten rid of that broom handle card, so. Yeah, damn it. Nothing telling here. All right, I'm, I've got mine. Okay, go ahead and start. All right. Dental dams. <laughs> Fun fact, no one has ever used one. <laughs> I, I, I want you to stay with me on this one because I think the, uh, the definition will really sell, sell it um, <laughs> on comfort. Uh, stay with me on this one. The word is loneliness. Sometimes it's just you, a meat lover's pizza, and reruns of Glee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I had to go with early onset Alzheimer's. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm shocked we wrote this. You're comfortable? <laughs> yeah, because it's like every day is a new day and you just start having, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I like that idea. Actually. Yeah, it's and like the, 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 the definition is in quotes, and you are? <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like such a horrible person when I play this game with new people. Like, like I'm not a bad person. I just... <laughs> I just could be a bad person. We would totally to hang with you, trust us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with loneliness on that one. Yeah. <laughs> the meat lovers pizza just put That sold it. That yeah, <laughs> that totally sold it. <laughs> so, I will my card is traumatizing. <laughs> I have two I could pick. I need me too, but I'm going to go with my first one. Go ahead. Okay. The one I picked is The Power of Prayer. <laughs> You can pray in one hand and shit in the other. Which one will you fill up first? <laughs> the one I didn't use was, and just because I thought it would be hilarious, was my crotch. <laughs> it's like a CSI crime scene. Oh, my. Is there a yellow costume tape? <laughs> Actually, that's what's in my underwear drawer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I had prison bitch. <laughs> It doesn't no. matter if you don't want a swastika branded into your ass. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I chose Richard Simmons doll collection. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> the definition is it's a real thing. <laughs> and that's, and that's going to win it. Yeah, that's <laughs> hands <laughs> down. No yeah. question. I was just think of like just lots of like dead eyes <laughs> vaguely looking at you, but not quite. And really frizzy hair. Cause they probably all have the same hair as he does. Oh God. Oh, gross. I didn't even think of that. Brian, you're an awful person. <laughs> <laughs> the word is greedy. I had to go with uh, Euro trash. Oh, asymmetrical hairdos. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Siegfried and Roy. Gays oh. who train and get attacked by tigers. Oh, uh, and I went with sweatshops where your sneakers were made. Don't even front. <laughs> oh, this is a tough one. It's between Siegfried and Roy and sweatshops. No love for your trash, Curtis. I know. <laughs> I'm going to say Siegfried and Roy. Yes. <laughs> they just had to keep pushing it. And then they just finally until it went wrong. Yeah. Well, this game is a lot of fun. I can totally see how this would be fun with like a group of loud, obnoxious friends all drunk exactly. on exactly vodka. Yes. <laughs> so uh, thanks so much for playing it with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, totally. And thank you guys for helping us promote the game. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. Um, so if somebody wants to get a hold of you and and get put on a waiting list or anything, if you decide to do a second print, how do they yeah, go about you- doing that? Email us at heygirlhey at com, And you can also uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash faggles to faggles. And you're on Twitter. Also on Twitter. Now I think that's at faggles number two faggles. Yes. Not number two as in, you know, you know, you get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll put all that stuff on our show notes and everything so people can easily find you. Cool. Thanks. All well, right. thanks so much. We had a lot of fun. That's it for this episode of Game Night, guys. We want to thank Michael, Brian, and Dan for joining us today. You can find more about their games on our website, gamenightguys.com. 
We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at gamenightguys.com. Leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. You can also record a voicemail directly from our website. Just hit the send voicemail button on the right side. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cecil Jean. And I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Bye, you faggles. <laughs> and faggle haggles. You. The decider picks the rainbow card. He, she. Now is that he, she, or he or she? <laughs> it's mandatory that you have use hateful terminology about a transgender person. So, yeah.